of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
serious. Praise God. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to do that again. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you something. God is good. It don't matter what it looks like. God is always good. Now, if this goes off again, just just hold on, because I'll come back in uh, another way. If it should go, if it should happen to go off again, can you hear me on the blog talk? Um, text me. Yeah, here it is. Text me on my phone if you can hear me on the blog talk. Okay, great. Thank you. You know what? I I I put this together last night, and um, I see I can't I can't put it up here too early because yes, once again, um, we've been up praying since four thirty, about four 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 thirty. Um, and I'm really happy that um, everything is going good. As a matter of fact, everything is going very good. You know, um, every day just about, I receive a witness from maybe one or maybe two people. So whenever, whenever I get those witnesses, I I have to determine. Mm, now, do I want to put this on the uh, headline? Because people are so um, different. They just different. Father God, I want to thank you this morning for the diversity and the difference in people. I want you to, I really, God, I really want you to over this morning. I do. Um. Let me try to play this song to get this. Because this morning, really and truly a different kind of morning. I'm going to try to play this song, and then I'm going to come back, share with you. The Holy Ghost says, the devil will take over if you let him. That's what the Holy Ghost said. The devil will take over if you let him. And the Holy Ghost came back with, you must control the devil. The devil will take over if you let him. The Holy Ghost said, you must control the devil. (laughs) 
Believe, 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 believe,
when they were here in Dawson. So they want to come and um, they want to come here in uh, I, I I guess it's on the internet. Your birthday. So they saw when my birthday was and they said they want to fly here and bring me a present. And it's okay. They 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 read, they actually read about the witchcraft on my website, and they've been hacking the website, the podcast, uh, the old one. And um, they said they've been getting delivered. I said, that's great. I mean, that made me very, very happy. But I told them, you know, um, and they asked me what was wrong with their money that I wouldn't take it. And I told him, I said, well, when you come here, I'd really like to tell you that in person so I can deal with the spirit that uh, God put between you and me. But God wants me to help you. He just doesn't want me to take any money from you. So they said they're going to come February 20th. That's the day after the fast on my birthday to bring me a birthday present. I said, okay, that's fine. You see, brothers and sisters, there's an old saying in the Pentecostal circles. And um, it's a true saying, too. And the saying is, somebody post this in the chat room, the counterfeit always comes before the real. Meaning, sometimes when God is getting ready to bless you, not sometimes, a lot of times, the devil will send in a counterfeit. Remember, the devil is a spirit, too. And Lucifer was in heaven with God. So Lucifer knows what God does. I want to I wanted thank the person. Somebody sent me a, a Puerto Rico and an American flag. Now, I didn't ask anybody to send me any flags other than I needed the Mississippi flag. But in that saying, and that that's one of them little life lessons you might want to always remember. Don't be so quick to receive all the time. But be more um willing to give because the counterfeit always comes before the real. You got to be able to discern the difference because the counterfeit has one purpose. The counterfeit's mission 
is to get you to accept it so that when the real comes, what do I mean by the real? I mean the real answer to your prayers, the real thing that you're seeking from God. Because a lot of times you must understand Satan hear you praying. As a matter of fact, he may not be there himself because um, he doesn't have to do that. He has so many um, demonic and humans with evil spirits at his uh, bidding. So he ain't got to be there. All he got to do is wait for some of his uh, hosts to come and tell him what you're bringing up or the flaw or the weakness in your character or the weakness in your nature. And he will send a counterfeit deception because he wants you to accept that by the time the real comes, you satisfied because you accepted the counterfeit and then the real just goes on. That blessing just goes on to somebody else. You don't get it. And the, and the counterfeit came to bring you nothing but hell. Yeah, you get <clears throat> you get what you asked for. Remember the children of Israel asked for a king. They asked God. They wanted a king. They wanted a king. They wanted a king. God sent them one. And that king name was Saul. Remember? And Saul didn't do nothing but cause God problems. And in the end, Saul died the same way he lived. So don't be so quick to jump on the counterfeit. I don't know who this is for, me even talking about this. It's like, it's like, uh, let me give you an example. Great. It's like when you, when you single and you might figure like, oh, I'm doing okay. I can make it. I don't need a mate. And lo and behold, a mate pops up. And you think that mate has everything you desire in the mate. Hold on. Hold on. willing to wait and be patient because cream and butter rise to the top when you churn and butter butter rise to the top the counterfeit will not last it's like when you want a healing it's so bad that Satan sent a demon, a demon, to heal you. 
And boy, you feel good for a minute. Maybe two minutes. Maybe five minutes. But the counterfeit can't last. Difference. And the counterfeit might even be called a work of the flesh. The counterfeit comes in so many, many different ways. But the one thing about the counterfeit, you will have asked for it. You will have asked for it. So you 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 blindsided because you think God answered your prayers. But God was saying to you, wait. Because you see, God sees the end from the beginning. And he puts you in the middle while he worked out all the blemishes and the scars and the difficulties. And while God is doing that, that's when the counterfeit pops in. And you think it's God, but it isn't. But you see, some of us don't want to use the blessing called patience. You know the scripture that says, patience have its perfect work in you. Let patience. Can somebody post that scripture? Let patience have its perfect work in you. That's why I'm, I, I kind of like watch people. I watch people a lot. But I'm not looking at the person. I'm trying to see spirits are operating through the person. Because the Bible says, no, no man by the flesh. It's those fleshly endeavors that the counterfeit works in all the time. But you see, when you exercise patience, when you exercise patience, you allow your own discerning gift to kick up and kick in. You allow your spiritual sight and insight to kick up and kick in. And what you jump into or onto or about, it won't even look the same. It won't even look the same. It won't even smell the same. Because the counterfeit comes and utilizes all your senses. It utilizes all your senses because remember the counterfeit is giving you 
what you think you ask for. But see, when you exercise patience, God gives you what he wants you to have. God gives you what he is in, and God gives you what will be a blessing to you in this life and the one to come. But you see the counterfeit, it doesn't care. It just wants to satisfy your flesh. It just wants to give you what you ask for, whether it's good for you or not. But you see, our God, our God gives us what's good for us. What will be good to us. What will be good around and about us. Eternally. See, when God bless you on this earth, when God's will is done in your life on this earth, it goes with you into eternity. God does not bless you at 635 and then at 7 o'clock, you in need again. Uh-uh, that, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's the counterfeit working. Because the counterfeit cannot stand. It cannot stand. The counterfeit cannot stand. So, the Lord had me ask my collard green people, one question. And when I asked them that one question, they broke out crying. They broke out crying. I, this morning, I asked two people. Remember what I'm talking about? The devil will take over if you let him. You must control the devil. You must control the devil in the counterfeit. You must make the counterfeit come under subjection and go. I'm not saying you do it fast. You got you to gotta be able to discern. I don't know how long it, it, it takes us to discern. I mean... I've had to deal with some misery three, four, five years before God, because in 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 the counterfeit, you will always learn how to overcome the devil, because the counterfeit is your enemy in disguise, using another strategy to hinder you. To hinder. Remember, remember your enemy, which is the enemy of God, really. He, it, the spirit, gets joy out of you suffering. It gets joy. It takes joy out of your misery. The longer you're in misery, the longer you're suffering, the happier, which is a perverted kind of happiness, 
that demon that's assigned against you is. Because you see, the Bible says in Luke 21, 19, in your patience possess ye your soul. In your patience. Not in your hurry to get it done, let's get it out the way, and in doing it, you make 50,000 mistakes. Uh-uh, it's a in your patience. In your own patience. And you know, you know, there's a Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit that only God can give you. Because the devil, the devil tell you, oh, just get this done. Just get this out the way. Just slap it up. Just throw it together and move on. Uh-uh, brothers and sisters, that's a counterfeit. Because God wants an act to um, to operate through and by his own spirit, which is the spirit of excellence. You see, the counterfeit doesn't like excellence. Even to the point that he'll make you a pseudo-perfectionist so that you never accomplish anything. Because you're so busy trying to make it perfect, which it'll never be, that you never get it finished. You never get it done. You never get it overcome. You never succeed. You have blind your mind. He has brought you into the realm of the counterfeit. The counterfeit. And no, it doesn't have to be a lie. That's that's where we think we miss, we get it, but it don't have to be a lie. It can be a partial It's just not the real. You see what I'm saying? That's why that counterfeit works with what spirit? What spirit? You tell me. I tell you. Deception. Seduction. Seducing. I'm talking to somebody this morning. God is trying to save you. God is trying to save your relationship. God is trying to get you to see you need to exercise patience so that he can do his perfect work in you. And you know what else? He'll try to pressure you the counterfeit spirit, those counterfeit spirits. They'll try to pressure you into doing what they want you to do because their uh, intention for your future 
is to keep you off track. Their intention for your future is to have you work on that job in one spot and 44 will come after you and you won't get promoted. Another way, he'll have you have a business and you will know the amount of money you need to get that business to the next level and the counterfeit will make you accept less. Why? So that it can keep you struggling, keep you striving, keep you in war. The counterfeit is terrible. But that counterfeit, when it comes, it's going to look like it's the end-all answer. But it's the counterfeit. It's the counterfeit. It's the counterfeit. I don't know who you are, but I wish you would get this so I can move on. I wish you would get this. You see, God Abides. Excellent. Talking about Daniel. I've been looking at Daniel. You know what the Bible says about Daniel? I talked about Daniel, you know, the other day with the fans. It says that of Daniel was an excellent spirit. Daniel talks about that excellent spirit more than any other book in the Bible. But if you notice, Daniel had patience. The Bible says that Daniel's image was excellent. The Bible says that excellent majesty was added to Daniel. The Bible says that Daniel had an excellent spirit and knowledge and and, and understanding of what interpreting dreams and Showing of hard sentences and what else? Dissolving doubts. Come on, Daniel. Even that king had to say, Daniel, I have even heard of you that the spirit of the gods is in thee and that light and understanding and wisdom is found in you. In Daniel 6 and 3, it says, Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set Daniel over the whole realm. You 
There's a different difference between an excellent spirit and a counterfeit spirit. Some of you done set up for the counterfeit, and now the counterfeit is working to you, and you can't even attain to that excellent spirit. Well, hello. Tell you what to help you. Repentance. Going back to God. And tell him in your ignorance. You may have. You may have. Co-mingle his excellent spirit. With the spirit of the world. To help you. Help you get rid of the. Counterfeit. Counterfeit. I, I asked two people to give testimonies this morning. Can you go to the blog talk and press one? I will do this. The devil will take over if you let him. You must control the devil. Oh, one of you, I just I just sent you a text and said, if you up, just dial in. I need you to help me with something this morning. I need you to dial in, too. Trust Jesus. You don't know what I'm talking about, but trust Jesus. Press one. Press one on the blog talk. Dial in. <clears throat> Dial in the blog talk. Press one. You see, there's a Ted liner on here. I mean, you know I'm going to still use Ted liners. If God says it's okay, because it's under Jesus, it's under the banner. Ain't nothing wrong with it. He just needed me to, you see this umbrella? Jesus saved, Jesus delivered, Jesus healed is the top of the umbrella. Everything else is under the umbrella. But he didn't train me that. He did train me that way. But it was just time for me to do it this way. Take Ted Line out the... Was the Ted Line the counterfeit? No. I told you the counterfeit can't last. Counterfeit don't last. Okay. Now, I just turned on the mic. Your last four is 3919. Say okay. Okay. All right. When you first came on this chain line, did you ever think you would be ministering to your family, your whole family. No. No, I did not. Okay. Since you've been on this tagline, all I want you to do is tell not how God, not your testimony, but how God used them to bring, God used you to bring your daughter, your mother, 
and even your stepfather who was gone on to pass on with a bit of the knowledge and understanding of who God is. Can you can you share that this morning? I can and stop me if I get into um my own testimony. Hmm. I was able to um pray with my sister to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, my daughter, I started praying with her. We started, I started to share a lot of what I learned on the TED line and, and they even listen to a lot of the TED line now. Um, I think because I was being delivered of things like hurts that I had received from my mom, for instance, those were leaving me. So I was able to start reaching out to her in a different way. And when my stepdad got sick, he got cancer. Um, I was able to see more of what was going on. So I, I was able to share, I guess, with my sister and my daughter and when am I am I talking am I saying what you want me to say? Yes, Dr. Sure. Erica. Yes. Okay. It all kind of came to a head in November when my stepdad passed away. Um, my sister flew in to help my mom, and my daughter lives around here, so we were all three together. And it's amazing the unity that I had with them. Um, my stepdad had a lot of spiritual, well, demonic things. And we're not sure where he was when he passed, but we were all there in that house when he passed. And my mom is not in the same place where my sister and my daughter and I are spiritually. So she kind of, she needs protection and she needs, um, she needs me to be there for her and us to be there for her. So when he passed, this was a very interesting thing. There are a lot of spiritual things I don't understand, a lot of de demonic, the spiritual, not demonic, but the spiritual realm that I don't understand. But when he passed, the three of us were in agreement, and so things did not stay demonic things did not stay when he passed. He he wasn't able to leave those things. And we all felt those things leave the house, the three of us. We compared notes later. It was just the most amazing thing to have that fellowship with two other believers. And it was our agreement, I believe, that caused that. So nothing stayed to harm my mom. I mean, there are still things we're dealing with. And so my sister, my daughter, and I are, are still in agreement, and they're growing, and I'm watching, I'm watching the changes in them, and I'm, I'm seeing changes in my mom since my stepdad has passed. She's amazing. She's organizing her house and, and doing all this stuff, and, and my sister is growing by leaps and bounds, and my daughter is too, and I'm, 
I'm amazed. And it's all because I'm sharing the things that I'm learning here. And they have even, this is kind of a, a joke, but Dr. Erica sometimes says, just straighten your back. And so stand up straight. That's what she says. Stand up straight. And uh, my sister will say that sometimes. She'll say she's been driving down the road and she feels sorry for herself. And she hears Dr. Erica in her head say, stand up straight. And it's, it's just perfect. And sometimes they will see something going on and they'll call me and they'll say, thanks a lot. We know what's happening. That means we are responsible. <laughs> That's because of what they have learned, because of what I have learned through the TED line and being able to share these things with them. And it's awesome. It's awesome to see my family grow. Sometimes I, I actually cry because of the changes. What about, your hus- all clear. what about your husband, that joke he made? Oh, my husband. Um, <laughs> well, let me think. How did that go? Yeah, we're in the okay. car at property. Oh, yeah, we're looking for property. Okay. Um, yeah, we would like to move if if God wills. We we would like to move, and um, and this was absolutely hilarious. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say a bad word here. So, um, we were talking about. <laughs> well, it's not really a bad word, but I was talking about Gettysburg. Um, there was this lovely house in Gettysburg, and my husband now Gettysburg is full of spiritual things too. And my husband looked at me and he said, now what would Dr. Erica say about that? Wouldn't she say that maybe there'd be a lot of spiritual battles there that you'd have to go through? And I looked at him and I thought, you don't even listen to Ted line. And <laughs> that's awesome. it was such an awesome uh, statement. It was perfect. Actually, it was correct. And then he said that the worst thing would be is if you called her and told her that, uh, we we found a hundred acres really cheap in Salem, Massachusetts. He said all those witches up there. I wouldn't even want to be home and and around and answer the. She'd come up here and slap the hell out of you. <laughs> and I thought this is amazing because he does not listen to the deadline, but he is receiving because I am able to share and share more and more and more the things that I am learning. So he's picking it up. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. It's hilarious. <clears throat> it is. And I really, really laugh because you don't know him. <laughs> but even <laughs> saying that, I could see him saying that. Brothers and sisters, only what you do for Christ will last. Only what you do for Christ will last. You may think that you're doing this for yourself, but I wanted her to tell you how, and her too, she's not doing it for her. You don't know, um, in the beginning of your testimony, what what was that um, medical thing you had? Was it an autoimmune disease or what was it? Yes, a lot of them, a lot of different autoimmune diseases, yes. You I could not. Yeah, when I go first ahead. started listening to the headline, I I could eat maybe twenty foods, twenty five foods, 
and um, I had, and here's, I mean, what you're talking about, looking to the false, I was doing all sorts of new age things and, and doing all these diets and exercises and yoga and all this stuff that, because I, I was desperate for help and that was not the answer. And the interesting thing was when I stopped doing all those things at first, all the bad stuff came back. So then when I started to get deliverance, it has been a long process, but now I'm, I'm eating lots of stuff. God's doing it. God is doing it, and it's permanent. It's and, not false. And who's doing He's doing it through who? He's doing it through you. Do I babysit you? No. Do I <laughs> Pardon me? Do I romance you? No. What do I tell you all the time? Lots of things. <laughs> but in particular, um, who do I tell you to go to? The Lord. That is one of the biggest things that from this pen line is I am walking, I am learning to walk with the Lord myself. Because you don't babysit me. You don't call me all the time. I don't talk to you for hours every week um, at all. And you always point me to God. Always. Always. What you do for Christ will last. Only your relationship with God is what really, really matters, brothers and sisters. And tell them, tell them about the time the devil tried to turn you against me. Oh, that was the worst two weeks of my life. And, and there are, there, we, we, I think we identified kind of the spirit behind that, but Dr. Erica called me and, and something came up and, and she confronted me and suddenly I was so angry and I have never been that angry with her before. The thing is that I, I refuse to disrespect Dr. Erica. I just won't do it. So I didn't talk really, but she could tell that something was going on and I had to battle through that thing. Um, I got off the phone talking to her and suddenly all these voices came in and said, She's trying to run your life, which is hilarious because she never talks. I mean, she doesn't have time to run my life. <laughs> she's trying to boss you around. She's trying to, she thinks she knows, you know, she knows everything. She's an error. That was the big one. She's an error. All the, you know, this is error. And I'm sitting there and I'm hearing all these voices. It's like I'm being hit so hard. And then there's this, on the other side, I'm hearing this, yes, but look at the last two and a half years and all the changes, and she's never been wrong. So it was the war of my life because it was so horrible, and I determined that I was going to have to hear from God, nobody else, what, which voices I was hearing were right. And... Um, I agonize. I, I tend to, if it, the weather's good, I walk my yard at night and pray. And I walked my yard and sweated for almost two weeks. It was one of the worst two weeks of my life. I, The battle 
was so strong. And it wasn't just a battle about uh, a relationship with Dr. Erica. I had to hear from the Lord, and I had to, um, I had to know which voices I was hearing were right. And I told the Lord, I have to know. You have to tell me. I don't care what I feel because I was sweating and it was horrible. Um, this is not about feelings. This is about i got to hear your voice. And so it took two weeks. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't talk to my daughter. I didn't talk to my sister. I didn't talk to my husband. Part of that was I didn't want to impact them, like go to them and say, look, I'm having these doubts about Dr. Erica, because if I did that, it could impact their future, their future respect for her. So I couldn't even talk to Dr. Erica because I needed to know from God. That was the worst, one of the worst two weeks of my life. But the Lord spoke, and he said, no, she's not trying to take over your life. <laughs> that was kind of funny because everything that I was hearing, those false voices, it it's like they had this little tiny ring of truth, but but it wasn't logical. It didn't measure up with what I knew. It was, I'm so, that battle changed a lot of things for me. It kind of propelled me on into other really good things. Did I say enough about that? Uh-huh, you did. But you see, <laughs> most people won't even acknowledge that. <clears throat> Most people will will allow the devil to take them off point, and because you stood, now the fruit is your mom, your daughter, and about to be your husband. Like I, what did I tell you? Your husband. I said, look, you have a good husband. I said, God will do that. He's a good man. Let God do it. Brothers and sisters, you must. Isn't that what I said? Yes, it is. Yes. And he and is. And I also said, don't bug him. <laughs> <laughs> and look, this is just an aside. Let me let me say this. The thing about all of this is you're not looking at my husband in a, a religious way. Like, if I'll repeat something he says and he happens to say a bad word, you're not, like, gasping and falling on the floor because, oh, my gosh, he said a bad word. Um, And I appreciate that because so many Christians judge. That's just an aside. Oh, that's good. Say that again. So many Christians. Judge. They're not, look, I, I have hesitated, like, there was taking him to a church. Because he's going to be himself until the Lord starts to remove himself from himself. There are Christians who would be so appalled by some of the words that come out of his mouth, which are just habit from years in the military and all of that, that they wouldn't be able to look past the flesh. And they judge. So it wouldn't be safe for him. Because he'd just cuss and walk away and I appreciate that with this ministry 
because I learned a long time ago. Jesus said, who made you a judge? When they were trying, remember yeah. they were trying to get him to judge? He said, yeah. I didn't come here to judge anybody. I came to seek and to save them that were lost. And and when it comes down to judging, man, I, I received so much judgment, I, I don't want nobody to be judged. And another thing is, it's usually wrong. <laughs> Why? Because you have a counterfeit. And until you can crack through the counterfeit, only God can do that. God can reveal it, but only God can crack through it. And then what happens? The breakthrough, the blessing, him in abundance. I'm, I'm, I woke you up. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad too. I'm glad. And um, I'm also glad because I know <clears throat> your daughter's gonna your husband, and your mom is gonna reach whatever she has yet to do <clears throat> that she didn't get accomplished. God's gonna do that in her senior years like me. Amen. God is using those that just say yes and just yield to him. That's all he wants. Let me, something you told me a long time ago. How do you feel now when you go to the grocery store? I like the grocery store. And you know, it's it's funny, and this is, has nothing to do with anything, but especially after all this COVID stuff, it's like I walk in the grocery store and I just say, thank God there's toilet paper. <laughs> no, I like the grocery store. And see, I can go down the aisles like I had reached a point with these allergy things, which were probably not allergies at all, but demons. Um, where I couldn't walk down the aisle where the laundry detergents were because mm-hmm. the smells were bothering me. Mm-hmm. Now I can just go down. I enjoy those smells now. They might not be good for you, but I like them because I can do it. Is that what you meant? I, I, what All I meant is to show the difference in your life from then to now. Yes. <laughs> from then to now. And if it was one word, you could leave with this uh, Jesus line this morning. If you compare your life, just say two years ago with right now, what would it be? Joy. Say that again. Well, I've got the two. I've got two words. Sorry, joy and freedom. Joy and freedom. Can you elaborate just a little bit on joy and freedom? Joy and joy is a whole interesting thing because joy comes with a lot of work sometimes. This has been a lot of work. I wake up in the morning and I choose joy and I am able to be joyful. I can go through my day and I don't have that heaviness and I don't have the, um, like, dogs after my heels, depression, oh, my gosh, the world is falling in kind of thing. 
um, freedom to be joyful, freedom to enjoy every moment of my life. Every moment. Um, I, I didn't know what joy was. I didn't know that you could be free and joyful when everything around you is bad or looks bad. I didn't know you could be uh, joyful and free when somebody was in a rage around you, that you could just sit there and still enjoy your life when people are going crazy. I guess that is that's one of the biggest things. It's still a little bit of a battle to remain there, but it's becoming a bigger and bigger part of my life, and I hope this is making sense, this joy and freedom. Um, to be able to sit in a group of people which in the past were difficult to be around because spirits are whirling and the feelings that they have and maybe even household witchcraft going on and be free in the midst of it. You know what they're thinking maybe or you know what's going on, but you're free and you're joyful because mm-hmm. of God. It's amazing. Oh, I, yeah, I it love that. It's just amazing. I love that, it too. <laughs> so. In the chat room, joyful because of God. About nine of you, joyful, joyful. because of God. Yes. Joyful because of God. I need about nine of you to put that in that chat room, please. Joyful because of God. I want to thank you for coming on this morning for me. Oh, thank you for I, asking me. I have loved every minute of it. I'm going to come back around um, 8 o'clock, and I'm going to do this. Uh, the devil will take over if you let him. You must control the devil. I'm going to do it on Spreaker, okay? What did I say, 9 o'clock Eastern, Eastern time on Spreaker. But I think this is what was needed. There's another testimony that I wanted, I asked somebody else to give, but maybe maybe this one is for now, and maybe they'll do theirs tomorrow, because I didn't see one pressed on here. They'll do theirs tomorrow. I got people that are doing deliverance effectively doing it. And God had to push him into it. Did he have to push you into it? Are you talking to me? Yes. Did he have to push you in, into it? But you just automatically yes. started. Go ahead. Well, did he, God push me? That's a, a good question. Well, yeah. Um, yes and no. I and I'm not sure that I'm actually understanding the question you're asking. Push me into what? Praying deliverance for your family. Yes, I had to get past a lot of stuff first. I didn't actually want to. Um, I had a lot of issues, like with my mom, and I just wanted to be resentful. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God, you're telling the truth. Go ahead. <laughs> 
and I I didn't realize, and it's been a long time coming. I mean, he started working on some of this stuff like five years ago. I can look at the pattern, and then when I started the whole deliverance process three years ago, and then Dr. Erica came into my life two years ago, um, you know, I, I, I would sit there and I would write emails to her, and she'd sometimes make comments, and I about my mom and, and she'd point out the good things. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear the good things. That's what I'm thinking in my head. I just want to be resentful. And I didn't realize at the time that that's what I wanted to do, that I just wanted to be resentful. I wanted somebody to get down there with me and agree with me that, yeah, there were bad things and that had happened. And, um, and Dr. Erica would just encourage me not in my face about my mom, but she would just encourage me and point me toward the Lord. And and then the Lord, of course, was working too. And he'd point out things. I'm like, oh, nobody will get down in my little resentment with me. <laughs> but yeah, he did push that. <laughs> and he has pushed me into my relationship with her too. There was one time that I did talk to Dr. Erica about something, and, and she said, you need to pray for your mother. I'm like, oh, Lord, that means I have to go over there with my oil. So I did. I got right in my car, and I went over there, and I prayed. Prayed with my stepdad. He was still alive then, too. I prayed over that whole house. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and I, I wasn't feeling, like, really mad then, but it's like, the push, push. Yes, there is a push. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah. But you see, the other person, <clears throat> the other person is on here now. So let me, let me just stay on the line. I might go over with this one. But I wanted, I really wanted people to know God blesses us in many, many ways. Oh nine four three. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I can. All right. I would like for you to share the, the the thing that excited me so much when I talked to you, and I'm I'm still laughing about it. You said that I was so tired. <laughs> I and was so tired. I was. Um, what did I tell this you? This happened. You told me to man up. <laughs> man up and stop whining. <laughs> and then you said goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um, this happened on December the 31st. I had a friend of mine to call me up. She stopped talking about her cousin, that, you know, her cousin wants to be delivered and she needed help. And she asked me would I come on, you know, the phone with her and just, um, you know, just, just listen. And I said, okay, give me about an hour because I had to finish up some things that I was doing. And so we got on the phone and her cousin got on the phone and she was asking, she started asking her cousin questions. I'm like, man, she's not asking the right questions to get the information that we need to know. 
So I wasn't even supposed to say anything. I was just supposed to be there for support. And it's almost like the Holy Spirit directed me on what questions to ask to find out what she was really dealing with. And in the beginning, you know, it was like the friend that asked me to be on the line with her, she started, but it's almost like she got stuck. And so I ended up actually taking over, and that was not my intention, but I saw what we were dealing with, all Mm -hmm. these different spirits that, the different demons and the things that she was dealing with. And this went on for like an hour and about 20 minutes. And, you know, and I, um, to sum it up, I end up, she ended up going through the prayer of salvation and accepting Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Um, And when I got off the phone, it's like, I'm tired. I was tired for almost about three days, three to four days. I couldn't do anything. I was just like my energy was just drained out. And I said, I'm not doing that again. That's too much. I can't do that by myself no more. I need some help. And 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 I told her, I said, if you are going to do this or we are going to do this, you're going to have to arm yourself with the scriptures with the spirit with of the Lord, the sword of the Lord. You got to know. And the one thing I learned, I mean, from this experience is that you always got to sh- study to show yourself approved. You got to know. And you cannot be afraid and you cannot back down. I'm so and, sorry. And a couple of, like two days later, the girl kept calling my phone. I said, I can't talk to her right now. I cannot talk to her because I'm still trying to recover through what we just did. And um, she called the friend and said, I just wanted to thank her so much. I just wanted to thank her. That's all I wanted to do. And on yesterday, she sent me a, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, offering? I love, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> so, what did I tell you? Yeah. The workman is worthy of his hire, ladies and gentlemen. And in order for the girl to be blessed, she needed to give. Yes. She needed to give. The reason some of you, well, that's a whole other teaching, but she <laughs> did what she needed to do. Praise God. Yep. You you ministered to her soul. Yes. And you manned up and you stop whining. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. Because we not we not David. We ain't numbering nothing, right? That's true. So, brothers and sisters, what matters? You got it. And then how did God reward you? With a um you talking about with the with the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, the yeah the bank thing. We can talk about the money. The salvation is, you know, well, that's what the thrills me. But the yeah, money, that's what thrills me too. But then God goes beyond that. 
He goes beyond yeah. that. You, all I want you to yeah. do is just talk about the money, the, the, <laughs> for what you wanted to do. Um. Well, um, I asked God to relieve me of some of a car that I had because I got it. I got this car up under unforeseen circumstances, and it represented bondage to me. And I said, I got to get out of this car. So I called up the bank, and I told her the bank. I said, I need, do you want me to say the amount? Yes, please. Okay. Because we got some, we got some hundred dollar, we got some hundred dollar, ten dollar, and one dollar believers. Okay. Okay. I called up the bank, and I told the bank, I said, I need a vehicle loan, and I need twenty five thousand dollars. And within like ten or fifteen minutes, I got the email saying, okay, it's approved. And I started looking for another car. And then the car that I wanted, you know, I, like I said, I was upside down in the other car and I needed to get out of it. So I knew I would have to come out of my pocket with some to get rid of that car. But I had a certain amount that I wanted to be able, I mean, I didn't want to come out of my pocket with as less as possible. And when I found the car that I wanted, I'm like, this ain't enough money. I'm going to call the bank back up and I'm going to tell them I need more money. <laughs> so I called them back. And I said, um, I went looking for a car, and the first amount that you gave me, it's not going to be enough. And she said, okay. Miss Hood, how much do you need? I said, I need about another $10,000. And she said, okay. So I got another email in about another 10 or 15 minutes saying, okay, we'll give you that amount, but it comes with conditions. I said, I wonder what those conditions are. So I called them back, and she said the conditions is, are, the condition is that you have to give the other money back. The first amount that we gave you, you have to say you're giving it back. And I said, okay. And she said, well, do you want us to FedEx you the check, or do you want to pick it up at the branch? Um, and she said, we FedEx the uh, first check already, so when you fir- when you get it, just disregard it. And when I got in the branch, the teller or the representative that was helping me, um, I had I was on my phone because I got it already given me a, a, a dream, and I got confirmation while I was in the bank what the dream actually meant, and. I started praising God and thanking him and crying and all that, you know, because he was there. And um, to know that he confirmed it in this manner, I couldn't believe how all the things were happening, and they were happening that fast. And the lady that was assisting me, she was getting very frustrated because she needed directions on how to cancel the other loan in order to give me this check so I can go ahead and leave the bank. And I said, don't let her frustrate you. Don't let her transfer whatever it is she got going on to you. And, you know, I just started praising God and giving God the glory. And she told me her testimony. She shared her testimony. She said, four months ago, I was homeless, didn't have nowhere to stay. I had lost my house, didn't have no job. But she said, "For up now, she said, God has restored it all. I have a house to stay in, I have a job, and I have a car. 
Jesus. And I said, that God is so good. And so we are praising God and worshiping God in the bank, and both of us are crying, and everybody's looking like, what they got going on over there? I said, they going to think that you did something to me. And she said, I don't care what they think. You go ahead and you praise him, because I am too. Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> and I say this to say that never in my life that I would imagine, and I know it's God, because could nobody do this but God, that you call up the bank and tell them what you want, <laughs> and they give it to you without any questions. I didn't have to prove anything. I didn't have to show my check stuff. I didn't have to do any of that. Jesus. And then to Jesus. be able to say, this is not enough, I need more, and they say, okay. <laughs> This is for some of you. This is for some of you out. You got to know spiritual and natural. God blesses us in every way, and it's real because Jesus is real. You don't have to keep suffering. It ain't a Jesus suffered once for all. Jesus. You haven't been getting up sacrificing. Yes, this is a sacrifice unto God. Mm-hmm. But God blesses you. He blesses you. He blesses you. You don't know how much these these Jesus liners here. And I don't know how much you wherever you are going through. But I'm going to tell you this, in agreement with these testimonies, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the life now. But it requires that you have an excellent spirit in you. It requires both of these people. I don't know if you heard them. Maybe they didn't say it, but they said it to me. They prayed. They prayed first And then they moved The first one said I had what, what, What was God doing He was crucifying her flesh He was killing her off And then When uh, 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 the second one Came to me and told me this I did say man up <laughs> you gotta stand. Jesus said, "Stand, still stand, and stand, and don't take down." But God wants you to stand, according to Daniel chapter five, verse twelve. For as much as an excellent spirit. And knowledge and understanding and dissolving of doubts were found in Daniel. I thank you. I'm going to see you at 9 o'clock on Spreaker. Some of you, if not, you can get it. Uh, It'll be up there. You can download it. You can download it later. And I'm calling this Deliverance Notes. But 
doing these notes around nine at night as to whatever God gives me to make you an overcomer, build up your spirit, man. Because God wants you to have an excellent spirit. And and how do you get that? You get it from him. Because God is truly amazing, brothers and sisters. Truly amazing. Don't have to stray, he'll be your 
Uh-huh.